Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. Our headquarters are in Fort Lauderdale. You can come to our church services, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. I'm teaching a leadership training later this month. I'm going to talk about how to lead up in a time of crisis. It's one thing to lead in a time of crisis, but the Holy Spirit showed me it's another thing to lead up. I'm trying by the grace of God, to lead up. If you're not in South Florida, you can find that class at ahopu.org. Amen. You can find our services online at ahop.online. You can watch the 1047, but 130 is not for public consumption. Too hot to handle. You can come in person, but you can't watch it online. It's raw and censored in the sense that I am confronting some issues and dealing with some stuff that, well, most people can't handle. If you're part of the remnant, you'll love that service. Get on over to Awakening House of Prayer. I'm the founder of Ignite Network, the Ignite Prophetic Network, contending for a pure prophetic flow, pressing in, tapping into prophetic potential, doing prophetic life together. Today's devotion is from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion entitled, The Enemy Has No New Strategies. The enemy has no new strategies. And here's what I heard the Lord say. You will always face new levels of warfare. But make no mistake. The enemy has no new strategies. He has no new tactics. He has no new ideas. He has no new weapons. He has no new wisdom. When you face warfare you've never experienced before, listen to my voice, says God. Let me remind you of these very words. Let this truth saturate your soul. The truth about who you are in Christ and the authority you carry in his name makes you ready and able to stand and withstand at every level of warfare. Mark my words, says the spirit of the living God. I love it. Come on. 1 Corinthians 16, 9, John 10, 5. 
Ephesians 6, 13 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter and the decree, Father, give me a hearing ear that I would hear with crystal clarity your still small voice, even when the enemy is shouting lies to my soul. I decree the enemy's old tricks find no success in my life because I am hiding in God's shadow. I declare the delegated authority I carry brings the enemy's plans to naught in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you this morning for your goodness and your grace. We love you, Lord, with everything in us, all that we are, all that we have, loving you, believing in you. You are all-knowing. You are omniscient. You are everywhere. And we thank you that we can rest in that truth. We give you praise and honor and glory because we can rest in that truth. We can rest in the reality of, of the God we serve being very present. A very present help in time of need. We can rest in that. Come on. We can rest in the reality that when we cast our cares upon you, you're not just stocking them up somewhere in a corner, but you're working things out. You're preparing wisdom to release to our hearts. You're issuing mandates in the spirit. You're releasing angels on our behalf. We can rest in that. We can rest in the reality that when we pray, you hear us. And if you hear us, you'll answer us. And when you answer us, your answer is going to be right on target. We can rest in that. We can rest in the reality that this too shall pass. Whatever we're walking through, whatever we're going through, whatever we're moving through, it's going to change. It won't last forever. We can rest in that. We can rest in the reality that we serve an eternal God, a forever God, who always was, who is, and who always will be. <laughs> you don't change. You're not a shifty God. You're not double-minded. We can rest in that. We can rest in the reality that your promises are yes and your promises are amen. That you've provisioned and proportioned for us everything that we need according to your good kindness, your good will for our lives. We can rest in that. Help us, Lord, to rest in you. <laughs> to rest in you in the turbulence. To rest in you when our minds are shifting and turning. And Help us to rest. <laughs> help us to learn to rest in this season the season of the pause the reset help us to rest some of us haven't learned how to rest yet so many Christians are sleeping in but they're not resting something wrong with sleeping in but if you're gonna run around all day stressed out sleep isn't gonna fix the problem help us Lord because you are the solution to every problem that we have to every issue in life you are the solution you are the answer you're the revelation that we need. We praise you. We thank you. Because you are the revelation that we need. <laughs> Some of us are praying for revelation, praying for revelation, praying for revelation. When the reality is that you are the revelation that we need. You are the revelation. Jesus is the revelation. That is the revelation that we need. And when we get that revelation, the revelation of the Christ, the revelation of his glory, his beauty, his goodness, his purity, his holiness. That's the only revelation we really need. Everything else will flow from that place. Help us, Lord, to stop chasing, oh, deep, deep, deep revelations. When it is the revelation of the Christ. And how about this? The Christ in us, the hope of glory. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Christ in us, that is the revelation that we need. We are in him. He is in us. Help us, Lord, to grab hold of that revelation, the master revelation, the revelation of the master and the master revelation. We seek wisdom. We chase wisdom. 
Help us, Lord, to, to grab the revelation that Jesus is our wisdom. <laughs> Jesus is our wisdom. He is the wisdom of God. Help us, Lord, to stop chasing revelations of <laughs> whatever. Whatever we're chasing. And help us, Lord, to just receive. Come on, there's nothing wrong with being a God chaser. But sometimes our God chasing turns into striving and it turns into works and it turns into performance. Help us, Lord, to chase when we should chase and to receive when we should receive. Some of us chase God, we find him and we still don't receive anything from him. I said some of us God chasers, we chase him, we find him. We're sitting in his presence and we still do not receive. We're good chasers, but sometimes we're not good receivers. Sometimes we're good receivers, but we're not good chasers. Help us, Lord, to get it all balanced out. Rearrange our mindsets. Help us to see where we need to make some changes, some shifts in how we think. It starts with how we think about you. So help us see you rightly. Give us that revelation of Christ. The Christ. <laughs> some people see Jesus as Jesus, but they don't see him as the Christ. They see him as the miracle worker, but they don't see him as the Christ. They see him as the one who raised the dead, but they don't see him as the Christ. The sacrificial lamb of God. Give us that revelation. What more would you not do for us? While we were yet sinners, you died for us. What more would you not give us? This is the revelation that we need, God. Oh, Jesus. The revelation that the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. And if he dwells in us, and he does, because the word says that he does, then he can resurrect the dead things in our heart. He can resurrect the dead relationships in our lives. He can resurrect anything through the power of our words. Agreeing with his word. The power of death and life are in the tongue. Think about this. Revelation. Revelation, revelation, help us, God. The Listen to this. The power that raised Christ from the dead dwells within you. But there's also another power within you. It's a power that you release with your tongue. You've been empowered by the Holy Spirit. But what will you do with that power? The power of life is in your tongue. And if you want to see things in your life resurrected... It's not just the Holy Spirit in you that's going to do it without your cooperation. It's not just the resurrection power working in you that completes its full effect without your action. Faith without works is dead. What is your action? It is to speak words of life. The power of life is in the tongue. So resurrection power is in you and you release it through the power of your tongue. Are you getting this today? Resurrection power is in you, but you release that resurrection power into your circumstances through your tongue, through your prayers, through your decrees, through your prophesying over yourself when everything looks dim and dark, through your proclamations, your declarations. The resurrection power dwells on the inside of you. You release it into your circumstances through your tongue. The problem is, is that the power of death is also in the tongue. And many of us have a default setting in our unrenewed mind that defaults to death, power of death, power of death. And so there's this war within your members, spirit warring against the flesh, flesh warring against the spirit, Holy Spirit wanting to speak life through you, to resurrect things around you. Your flesh wanting you to speak death, 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 agreeing with the devil so his plan can come to pass. The carnal nature is at enmity with God. I hope somebody's getting this today. 
Father, would you help us to speak words of life over ourselves? Help us. Help me. Jesus, would you help us get this resurrection power on the inside of us, released through the power that's in our tongue, the power that's in our, the power of life that's in our tongue. It's like when you let the Holy Spirit tame your tongue. That's why it's so important to pray in tongues. Because when you don't know how to pray as you ought, sometimes you pray contrary to God's word. When you don't know how to pray as you ought, sometimes you say things that release the power of death into your life because you're desperate. Help us, Lord, to be determined to release life over ourselves, to release life over others. Help us, Lord, to be determined, to determine in our heart right now, to make a determined decision, a quality decision right now. To tap into the power, the resurrection power that dwells on the inside of us. And to speak forth your plan and purpose for our life. Many are the plans in a mind's man, but the counsel of the Lord, the purpose of the Lord is what stands. The purpose of the Lord is what stands. God, help your purpose for our life stand in the midst of the drama and the trauma. Help your purpose for our life stand. Or help us, let me just put it this way. Because his purpose in our life will stand. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me put it this way. Father, help us stand for your purpose. We have to understand his purpose for our life will stand. You have to just really fight against him. But help us, Lord, to stand for your purpose. Help us, Lord, to stand for your purpose. Whether it's their purpose for our life or your purpose for our church or your purpose for our family, your purpose for our workplace, your purpose for our city. Help us, Lord, to be purpose-minded people. To be purpose-minded people. To be people who understand what your purpose is so that we can come into full agreement with it and forward it. It's not enough to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is a good prayer. I love that prayer. You should pray that prayer. But that is not enough. If you're not purpose-minded, you'll miss the will of God. You'll miss the manifestation of his kingdom or what that should look like in your situation. Father, help us to be purpose-driven, purpose-minded, purposeful with our words, purposeful with our deeds, purposeful with our time. Yamashorobo Help us, Lord, to see through the eyes of kingdom purpose. <laughs> Help us, Lord, to understand what we couldn't see before because we had our purpose in mind instead of your purpose in mind. Our needs, our wants, our desires instead of your desires for the earth, for our life. Come on. This is a grow-up prayer. This is a grow-up prayer. We've got we've to grow up a little bit during this time. We got to grow up. We got to do a little better. We got to recalibrate our mindsets and how we're looking at the world, our thought processes and why we do the things we do, what motivates our heart. We need to figure out what excites us, what thrills us, what drives us. I mean, it should be the spirit of God, but understand we all enjoy certain activities. We all Come alive when we step into purpose. When you step into purpose, you'll find contentment and satisfaction and work won't seem like work and the hours will go by and you won't even notice when you tap into purpose. When you begin to walk in your prophetic destiny, it's when we get pulled out of those places where God has called us to 
the activities that God's called us to put our hand to, that we begin to feel dry, we begin to feel overwhelmed and dissatisfied. But when we're walking in our prophetic destiny, that's why I wrote the book, guys. That's why I wrote the book. That's why I wrote the book. That's why I did the webinar, Walking in Your Prophetic Destiny. That's why. Because when we're walking in our prophetic destiny, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. There's a contentment. There's a joy. It doesn't matter if there's warfare. That's when you have peace and joy in the warfare. It's when you're outside of God's purpose and God's will, outside of the destiny-driven activities, when you get all the warfare, then that's, I think, when you start to really say, is it, is it worth it? They say happiness is the continual progression toward a goal, the forward-moving momentum towards something that you're trying to accomplish. Father, help us set our eyes on your purpose for our life. Help us, Lord, to see see the motivations of our heart. Help us, Lord, to understand what you're saying in First John. Help us, Lord, not to think, well, that's not me, when maybe it is us. Help us, Lord, to understand what hate really looks like. It's not just a feeling, it's an action. It's not just an action, it's a feeling. It's an intense hostility. Help us, Lord, to understand what is below, behind that hate. (laughs) Ever thought about that? Why do people hate so much? It's fear. It's anger. It's a sense of having been done wrong. Haters going to hate. We know the haters are going to hate, but they need healing. I said, we know the haters are going to hate, but they need healing. (laughs) I said, I know the haters are going to hate, but the haters need healing. That's what's wrong with them. There's something deeply wrong with these people who hate. Nevertheless, we're held responsible for it. Leviticus 19.17 says, you shall not hate your brother in your heart, but you shall reason frankly with your neighbor, lest you incur sin because of him. And Jesus said, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you. God, would you help us not to turn into the haters? Help us to love what you love and hate what you hate. But you don't hate people. You hate actions. You hate behaviors. You despise wickedness and all of these other scriptures we find. You do hate, but you don't hate people. Help us, Lord, not to hate people to love people even the people who hate us to do good to them to show them that there's a better way that there's healing for their hearts God would you help us Lord to be part of the answer to be part of the solution so that one more person does not get chased down and killed in the street while they're trying to take a jog you know who I'm talking about father would you help us Lord love conquers all Love never fails. And if that's true, and it is, then we can overcome hate with love. We can overcome evil with good. Your word says that we can. So help us, Lord, to be the agents of love instead of agents of darkness. Help us, Lord, to be those who love, even when we're being slapped in the face, instead of slapping back and clapping back. Would you help us, Lord, to demonstrate your love to a world that hates anything that doesn't look like it? You know, racism works in all directions. Help us, Lord, to overcome evil with good, not to be part of the problem, not to fuel the hatred with our own anger over injustices, but help us, Lord, to rise up and demonstrate love, even even when we're despising the hateful actions. Challenge our hearts today to go deeper in that which you've called us to. The main thing is love. The principal thing is love. One new commandment. 
You know, God gave Adam and Eve one commandment, one commandment, one commandment. Just don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Just, that's the one commandment. And they blew it, and sin came into our nature. And then the second Adam, Jesus Christ, came back to redeem us from that sin. And he gave us one new commandment, one new commandment, one new commandment had he gave us. He gave, God gave Adam one commandment. Don't eat that of that tree. Jesus came, the second Adam, and gave us a new commandment. One new commandment that we love our God with all of our mind, all of our soul, all of our strength. And we love our neighbors as ourselves. Stop the hate. Stop the hate. Father, if we have hate in our hearts, show us, God. Don't let us find ourselves in bondage to this wickedness. And blind our eyes. To that which you're trying to show us for our own good. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We've got to learn how to walk in love, guys. It's why the love challenge is there for you on schoolofthespirit.tv. There's no charge for it. There's no charge for it. I'm shocked how few people have signed up for the love challenge at a time when we're seeing such hatred in the world, such fear in the world. Perfect love cast out fear. It's there for you. It's free. Go sign up for it. See your activation challenge. That's still there for you. Transform a 90-day spirit prayer challenge. That's there for you. Pray in tongues for 90 days. Watch what happens in your life. Amen? Guys, get involved in what's going to bless you. Hang with me on there. School of Praying Intercession, School of the Seers. Everything is there for you. Get involved in what's going to bless you. Listen, if you want to be a blessing to this ministry, we'd invite you to sow a seed today. If this prayer broadcast are helping you, Help us to go further. We really want to see this prayer broadcast go further into the nations. You see the nations are on every day. Help us to continue to produce all this content that we're producing and hire the staff that we need and sow into the nations. If these prayer broadcasts are helping you, some of you have never sowed before. You've watched for six years. Maybe this is the time for you to, to get involved, become a partner, can sow a seed or become a partner at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can become a partner there. You can sow one-time seed there. You can find all the different ways to sow there. Cash app is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. Text to give 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 3330 three jenniferleclair.org sign up for the email list go read the articles at 365prophetic.com and awakeningmag.com there's all kind of stuff out there pray for me as i pray for you i love you guys have a great day you have gifts god expects you to use them if you need training to school your gift log on to schoolofthespirit.tv you'll find training in spiritual warfare prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. 
Jennifer Leclerc is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.